Hello, hello. And go. Welcome. We are doing our, I don't even know what number of podcast this is. Um, hey. Howdy. We are all here. Awesome. All right. Well, we are doing yet another podcast. We are bringing in three people. Well, I'm technically bringing in two, but we all have different backgrounds. And I really find that very interesting. I actually am really excited about this one. Oh, I'm so blown away. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you having me. Of course. Anytime. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So do you want to do some brief introductions? No. (laughs) Put y'all on the spot real quick. Go ahead, Trey. You man of the hour, brother. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, man of the hour. Put me on the spotlight like that now. Hold on. Well, uh, yeah, I'm Trey. Uh, uh, I'm dad in the situation here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, background, there's a little bit of everything. Um, uh, I don't know really what to say here. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your, um, like, what would you, how would you describe the religious path that you're following at the moment? At the moment, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be kind of interesting because I would say I'm spiritual, mm-hmm. and if I had to align myself with any particular path, it would be a Buddhist. All right. Interesting. All right, your turn. <laughs> All right on, y'all. My name is Christian. Um, I, I, I Trust me, I have about 17 different names, so... Um, I appreciate y'all, appreciate being here. Um, I was actually born and raised Catholic, um, but, um, got completely out of the church and kind of went crazy for a long time. And, um, now I, uh, uh, come back to the fold and I'm just Christian now. So, uh, you know, Hey, Christian has to be Christian. If (laughs) not, uh, I, I not only, I deny him, but I deny myself as well. And I just can't have that. So, yeah, well, there you go. And of course, most of my three people who listen to this right at the moment (laughs) know that I am, I eclectic pagan trying to become Druid. Um, more about the traditional uh, heritage type side of things, um, ancestry kind of stuff, rather than oh, I don't practice very well because I forget almost every celebratory thing, but I do my best. So, <laughs> we're all right, we'll do our best. Right. right on, yeah. right on, right on. <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> I just kind of wanted to start off giving a little bit of background about kind of what our religious paths mean to us, what they bring us as far as consolation and tough times. And um, then we can move on from there about a little bit about if it's difficult to talk to people of differing religious ideals. That's always difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh, broke out there. 
Come on back in, Trey. Reeling back in. I feel like this is a free phone call for me and Trey. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to do phone calls like this. Right, right. I don't know where he went. I don't know. We can't hear you, bro. You, you got fat face hit the uh, hit the, uh, <laughs> hit the hit the mute button. Let me see if I can message him real quick. See if he floated off into cyberspace there. But um, in the meantime, if you want to back now, there yeah. you go. Now you're back. Okay, the, the app can't go to sleep. I got it. <laughs> Usually with mine, it stays awake, but uh, I don't know. Well, I'm barely awake, so, you know, hey, it's all good. <laughs> we'll make this quick, I promise. <laughs> it's all good. All right, so you cut out right as you started talking there. Oh, I was just saying, you know, it's a good topic because it's kind of taboo. Every, you know, normal, everyday life, you really don't talk religion because everybody's views are different and mm-hmm. becomes a if you're not exactly the same everybody wants to freak out yeah I know like who would have thought we'd have a Buddhist a pagan and a Christian all in one one sitting and not not arguing so far <laughs> that, sound, that sounds like the beginning of a good joke yeah it does. Exactly. <laughs> I walked into a bar and <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, Chris has probably got the longest, most around backstory than mm-hmm. any of us. So I don't know if that's where we want to start. It's like the, the path. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I appreciate that, man. I, I um, uh, just to kind of let you and everybody else know, um, like I say, I was born and raised Catholic. Um, but then whenever I kind of got out into the world, I kind of threw all that away. Um, I've studied everything. I studied, I was Buddhist for a long time too. Um, I actually have done gigantic studies on the similarities between Christians and Buddhists. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually studied Wiccan for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, trust me, I think I still have spell books. Uh, uh, around so uh but um then i had some things happen to me you know i was kind of out there i was you know it's kind of crazy i you know i um uh kind of a uh, new age-ish um buddhist new age kind of thing uh, very i've always been a real spiritual person um i've always kind of felt something you know like uh uh not only do we talk about religion but uh, but uh, I've always kind of felt something too. So, um, but then I, I had some, you know, kind of really bad things happen. Some really bad things kind of went down and, um, I went away for a little while and, uh, uh, you know, and actually just kind of let you know, I, uh, you know, I believe also believe in transparency. So, uh, I went to prison for quite a while. And uh, in prison, I actually went to church, um, number one, to have something to do. And then number two was uh, because they had honey buns. <laughs> That's a good right, one. right. So, uh, but I was stuck in, in such a dark place. Um, I just needed some light. And, um, and it was, you know, 
once again, full transparency, it was, um, um, I gave my life to Christ, uh, buck naked in a prison shower. And, um, uh, and I've been going strong ever since. Um, what really kind of sealed the deal was, uh, was Hurricane Katrina. Um, I'm from about half an hour outside of New Orleans and, uh, my whole family Katrina hit while I was in prison and it, and it, uh, and basically destroyed the whole Gulf coast. And also, um, uh, my family. So I went like three or four days where I had no idea if they were alive or dead or what. I had no clue. I couldn't get in touch with anybody. Um, it was kind of crazy. So much as I hate to say this, I kind of made a deal with God and just said that, um, uh, uh, you know, hey, listen, if you'll just let me know if they're okay, if they're okay, if you'll just say, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's kind of what happened there was um, uh, uh, I made a deal. Two days later, I get a phone call. Everybody's okay. We lost some stuff. We lost some. We lost the house. We lost some other things, but everybody was good. So that was kind of my answer there, you know. Um, so, and I've been going strong ever since. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anything specific that jumps out you out at you about like uh, how that affects you daily? How you practice daily? What you plan to do daily? Oh, absolutely. All right, um, I'm back. Hey, there he is. There he is. There he is. There he is. You just, you just missed the, uh, and I, and and I said, and the key to the whole universe is, and then you dropped off. And I just explained all of that to everybody. Trey and you, I'm sorry that you missed it. We'll have to get back to that later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. Oh, there he is again. There we go. Uh, Ah, reason keeps throwing me out. Right, 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 right. But um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, since then, um, uh, I've studied about five different versions of the Bible, um, word for word, verbatim, um, in the actual uh, meanings of the words um, as they were meant at during the time. Um, I've made a lot of trips. Um, uh, I've gone to a lot of churches, preached to a lot of people. But my day pretty much consists of constant prayer. Um, uh, just to be honest with you, like a, the first thing that I wake up to is um, uh, I have my own little personal devotions. Some of them I've written myself and I set them as reminders. But uh, the first thing I do as soon as my eyes open is I reach over and go straight to uh, straight to prayer. So um, there's a lot of peace that comes with that, too. Just to kind of let you know, there's a lot of like, uh, uh, you know, like sometimes you wake up and you're kind of disheveled or, oh, yeah. or like, conf- yeah, confused about a lot of stuff. And, mm-hmm. or, you know, like can't barely open your eyes good and you got people yelling at you. And, you know, so uh, so there's a lot of peace that comes with um, understanding who he is and uh and uh what he does for us over the course of the day so i immediately go into devotion and prayer and then just kind of start my day off mm-hmm. good <clears throat> that does sound like a, a much more relaxing way to start off the morning rather than checking social media or in my case chasing kids down the hall 
<laughs> I've been there too, though. I've been there too. I... <laughs> Your own kind of devotion, right there. <laughs> All right. Before you disappear into the woodlands again, do you want to kind of get into how you start, how you got into Buddhism, and what you've studied so far? I'm here. I'm here. It just keeps kicking me out for some reason. <laughs> Well, we got you for now, so we'll put you on the spot. Alright, well, um, strangely, my journey's it's not quite, not the same, but similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in, not Catholic, but I was a Methodist in very, very, uh, attached to the church, um, you know, it was every every Sunday, and you know, obviously, I was still young at the time. But I had. Oh no! Oh. oh. Let me let him know. I think. Well, I'm sure it pops up on his that he disappeared again. But. Oh. <laughs> oh well, while I have you here on here, just between you and I, I'm just going to tell you that your dad is my best friend on the face <laughs> of the planet. And I love him so much. All right, I'm back for, again. Oh, oh, don't tell him I said that. Don't tell him I said that. How's that when it cut off? Um, oh. You had grown up in the church and you were still pretty young. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I grew up in the church. And probably when I was around 11, 12, I had a major disconnect. And it wasn't the church or the Christian faith fault it was the people within Uh, you know there was a big situation that you know my family was split up by some actions of a minister and that's the man not the religion and I realized that but at such a young age it just made me disconnect from it it just totally maybe separate from that and so therefore probably through my teenage years i viewed myself as agnostic for quite a long time and um it's like you know if there's a god you just gotta prove him and 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 you know nobody was able to do that so yeah i stayed that way probably into my early 20s and then as I got into college and later in college, I started realizing there was a connection there. Something, something was there. There's a spiritual connection. And so, you know, I, I was dating girls that were of different, different faiths and, and things of that type of nature. And, you know, I always kind of went in with an open mind and, and, took in what they had to share and so and what ended me up on buddhist per se even though like i said i I say i'm buddhist but it's very loosely it's still very just spiritual bound Mm -hmm. is buddhism is one of the few that there's not really a god per se there's an enlightenment it's a state of of uh, it's a state that's godlike, 
and the, the pursuit is internal to achieve that enlightenment. And, you know, I have struggled with that internal projection for a long time, you know, even as a child. So I realized that that's where I have to focus is this internal and Buddhism is one of the few that's separate in that light. Yeah. Most are putting things out. Um, you know, what do you do out in the world to, you know, outward towards other people and all that? Well, what Buddhism does is more internal. It's about you know, being a good person, being you know, how you treat yourself, how you view the outside world and, and that and it strangely has a very similar ties to a lot of religions it's just more inward um, and, and I, that's pretty much my journey now uh, is I'm still there I, I you know like Chris he gets up and, and, and does his morning prayer I get up and do my morning meditation um, I get up and, and I you know think about life and I think about where I'm at think about who I want to be, think of how, what can I do to treat people better? What can I do to treat um, myself better? And, and just things of that nature. So that's kind of pretty much my journey. Um, and, I, and, you know, being married to a Thai now who is truly Buddhist, you know, I realize that, you know, uh, there's a lot for it to still be learned. Mm-hmm. And you know, Thai Buddhism is different than you know Chinese Buddhism, and and there's a lot of differences within that realm as well. Just like the Christian Church, mm-hmm. um, there's different types of Buddhists. There's different types of Christians. There's different, you know. So it's it's still a a learning thing. Right. That's pretty much my story. Nice, short, and sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of we can wait like an hour to talk about like all of this profound stuff. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into like the main the main stuff here. Um, but just real quick, a rundown like I guess to kind of follow in y'all's footsteps. I, I went to the church as a kid. Um, honestly, got bored and would draw on the envelope. Mm-hmm. The. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only went to hang out with my friends in Sunday school and color. I think we went to the same church. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but as a kid, I caught myself like out in nature, feeling the energy from nature, um, just so much. And I, I still kind of do feel like a, a connection with nature itself. So, you know, the little kid in me outside making mud potions just really kind of stuck. And then come to find out there's <laughs> there's a religion where you you have things like rocks and or crystals, but rocks and you know earth focus and uh, stars, just all kinds of stuff that has to do with nature. And I just felt like that is what made sense to me. Um, that there's just so much of an influence on nature itself and the pagan umbrella. Um, similarly to a lot of other religions has so much underneath it that you can <laughs> I call it the Build-A-Bear of religions because you can just kind of do whatever feels right um, so after 
kind of a tricky situation. Uh, we ended up losing our daughter, and that is what pulled me into Druidry um, as more of an organized form of paganism, even though Druidry can go hand in hand with any kind of religion, um, really. But uh, I, I just, it kind of spoke to me in a way. Um, as cliche as it sounds to, to say I was contacted by a religion or <laughs> reached out to, but it just kind of spoke to me and I felt like that's where I belonged. So that's kind of where I went for that. And y'all are way ahead of me with the waking up and actually doing things productive. <laughs> um, I wake up and hope for the best. <laughs> hey, hey, we're also not moms. <laughs> True. So, right? <laughs> So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. I definitely follow all of the uh, jokes about being a witch where, you know, we've got crystals in our pockets, down our shirts, in our purses. We forget all of the holidays, but we'll kind of wave a Cheeto in the air and be like, all right, I, here's here's my celebration. <laughs> like we're, we're doing our best. So uh, I would like to be a little bit more organized with my practicing. But we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. So, all right. Well, there's at least kind of an introduction about everybody and uh, where we are. But the biggest part that I wanted, I was actually really curious to talk about is kind of the humanitarian efforts that our religions bring on or things that we, uh, either that we or our religious paths believe when it comes to humanitarian things, helping each other out. Um, like morals on outreach, that sort of stuff. So does anybody want to dive into that or? Oh yeah, absolutely. So obviously the, here, just to kind of uh, give you some some numbers, right? Um, uh, it's about a third of the world population is Christian, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's actually about uh, uh, two point almost 2.5 billion people on the planet identify as Christian. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, And just here in the United States, there's anywhere from 250 to 400 million people that identify as Christian. Um, Just kind of depends on which polls that you take a look at. That's, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of caring. That's like a lot of, um, uh, there's actually scripture in the Bible where it says Jesus spoke to the multitudes. Well, the multitudes equals rich people, poor people, white people, black people, gay people, straight people, you know, mm-hmm. vampire, werewolf, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, and um, uh, Jesus said we have to love everybody, you know. So um, uh, the church uh, donates these incredible amounts of money uh, to uh, homeless, the home, the homeless, the sick, you know, that's, that's Christian. That's, that's our job. There's so many different ministries. It's unfathomable uh, worldwide to be able to kind of count the amount of money that goes into like any kind of outreach program uh, from prisons to, uh, like say homeless people, um, food, uh, um, food pantries, uh, and then the church itself, you know, like, so, but, uh, but I think the biggest thing that 
where Christianity as a whole is going to. Um, here, just to kind of give you a, another little scope, the the amount of Christians, like the number of Christians, has dwindled uh, um, more in the past few years. However, though, the Christians that are still Christian are very strong. Um, and, in, and all of Christianity is becoming more of a uh, come into my home kind of thing instead of like these big mega churches where, you know, everybody goes <laughs> in and you got a bunch of homeless people sitting outside of the church, but the pastor is driving a Bentley, right? So, um, you know, it's becoming more personal and more personal. So um, I've witnessed this countless Christian people getting out in the community now and just doing whatever they can do to help people, whether it be uh, put together care packages and taking them to the homeless people out on the streets. I've even seen people bring people into their homes um, and, and get them up and get them jobs and get them cleaned up and get them, you know, get them sober. There's so many different things for uh, addiction and uh, just everything. So, uh, addiction, uh, mental health, um, everything. Christianity kind of creeps into everything. Thank God, you know. Um, but um, it, I think it's just the the reason behind that is because you know Jesus tells us love everybody and love, even your enemies and even the people that you shouldn't like, right? Like uh, even the people that you have absolutely nothing in common with. Right. Or even people that uh, might not like you at all, you know. So um, I think that's one of the, the things that I enjoy about Christianity so much is because, um, uh, you know, it's it's for everyone. It's not just, you know, it's, it's not just for ourselves. It's for mm-hmm. it's an outgoing thing. You know, it's not just for what can I get out of it. It's more about what I can give. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I really, I wish I had better numbers as far as like the amount of money, but it's really not about the money. It's about people right. doing things for people because they want to and because they believe in who Jesus is and what He tells us to do. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. You're right. It's it's not like the I have an article up in front of me um, about like. Hagen's responses to the Ukrainian issues and to Australian wildfires and stuff like that. But like you said, they, they don't really post about the money. It's more what, um, it's, it's the principle behind it. Like what you can possibly give to help less about what you can financially give to help. Right. 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 Yeah. But Buddhism is similar in that way too, but they do it a little differently. Um, particularly in Thailand uh, I can't say for Buddhist as everywhere but like Buddhist in Thailand um, the, the the monks which you know is a little different than most places in that in Thailand every male when he comes of age must become a monk mm-hmm. um, that's just the normal practice and he's a monk for at least two years it's kind of a rite of passage and and being a monk they are not allowed to have money um so 
their sole thing is to study, you know, Buddhism, and they have daily, I almost want to say, I don't want to say chores, but they have their daily responsibilities around the, the temple. And then beyond that, they are out walking amongst the people and the culture is, you know, you give to the monk. So even um, no matter what your status is or, or, or anything like that, even if you're just a little, you know, poor street vendor, you know, you'll give a little bit of food to the monk. And where it's just fine, I find it fascinating is that the monk takes every offering that's given to him even though some of it may be excess you know for him himself mm-hmm. because he's not allowed to have food or, or not are not allowed to have money i should say mm-hmm. so any extra food and everything is taken back to the temple mm. and then you know you know the monks are you know make sure all the other monks are taken care of that you know, some of them don't go out on these little sta- daily walks or whatever. So they take the take care of themselves through their donations, and anything extra is always given to the people of need, mm-hmm. whether they come to the temple to get it themselves or the monks will take it out to families in need. And this is a daily process for them. Um, and you know, it, it even goes larger but usually it's not done with the monks it's you know you know people that have you know they're no longer monks but they're still deeply devout then they will take the excess of whatever's been donated and they will travel to other parts of thailand and and you know give to the villages that are poor or whatever um so it's a constantly humanitarian wise they do it daily mm-hmm. it's part of their daily ritual um and it, it's it's you know of all scale i mean it goes up to you know there was um you know a lot of um buddhist monks that you know they're dealing with ukraine they're going taking donations to ukraine mm-hmm. um you know that's you know worldwide travel now buddhism on a whole scale is nowhere the size of Christian, you know, um, religion. So obviously the donations are not going to compare um, directly, you know, numbers wise. But I find it fascinating. They, they, they do it on the micro level too, and, and, and you know, it's a daily, daily practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's it's you know being there and seeing them do that, seeing them just walk the streets. They don't. They're, they don't ask anybody for anything so it's whoever walks up to them and just hey here's you know here's some rice or here's some whatever you know and it could be anything uh, cleaning supplies or, or whatever mm-hmm. and um, it's given you know and then the monk will give them a little uh, um, prayer and blessing in return um, you know, you know, and then continue on their way mm-hmm. So it's, I, I just find it fascinating that, you know, a lot of that's similar to the Christian faith in, you know, they take together, get together and, and get everything for people and then give out. Right. 
Uh, so there's there draw some similarities and, and there's differences, but it's it's just pretty 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 interesting and and very you know satisfying and seeing the level that they do it down to the micro level i guess you would say yeah. you know up past and beyond right. the, the macro level right so it, it's it's pretty cool pretty cool yeah for sure definitely that's um very i mean it's pretty interesting to hear because i mean a lot of people realize like when it, when it comes to religious uh outreach that you know christians are usually the first that come to mind as far as like mission trips and fundraisers and you know things like that for community level things um but when it comes to different religions like i did a report um with i'm doing a world religions class right now on we were supposed to talk about how our religious path kind of gets a bad reputation um <laughs> being the only pagan in the class, you know, one of the things that I harped on or talked about was that people don't really see pagan people as charitable. Um, so it's it was interesting to see that there was a few other people that had different religious paths that brought up like, hey, yeah, people don't usually think that, um, like like you said, Dad, that like when they think of Buddhism, they don't may not, might not realize that uh, giving nature that they have. Um, and that the core aspect of their religion is to give, so that's pretty important. So, but, um, yeah, when it comes to pagan charity, that a lot of people kind of don't put those two words together um, from what I've researched, but I have pulled up the website that I typically use for, like, pagan news, as silly as it sounds, um, is wildhunt.org, um, because they have a few sections in here where they talk about the different... Um, responses within the pagan community uh locally i'm a part of a small pagan community um and we just haven't had with covid and everything we haven't had the meetings to do any type of outreach uh beyond between each other um if one person starts to kind of help out where we can um but the wildhunt.org brought up that there is quite a few I don't want to call them covens because not everybody identifies as a coven, um, but groups, uh, druid groups, um, orders that have all kind of come outreach for Ukraine. Um, and a project I had done talked about how they were, uh, knitting, crocheting, quilting blankets for the animals saved in the Australian, uh, bushfires, wildfires, um, so there's been quite a few new things coming out with um, paganism being on the rise. I, I don't have the numbers. I wish I did as far as percentages. Uh, but it's interesting how uh, like kind of this new age of paganism um, amongst the younger generations is starting to be more charitable and uh, do a little bit more giving within the groups. Um, so yeah, uh, that was definitely one of the bigger things that I wanted to talk about. Um, we could also talk about what our personal perspective is on the humanitarian efforts. Um, so like for me, I think that I totally agree. I think that, um, 
pagans kind of have stepped aside from being known as a charitable religion. Uh, they haven't really <laughs> proven themselves, I will say that. Uh, just because nobody, like, there's not really been, like, a formal uh, organization where you can give through paganism. Um, and I could be totally wrong on that and just haven't done enough research, but I haven't personally seen a formal group of anything because there's just such a large variety of paganism out there. Um, and it would be it would be nice to see a little bit more charitable stuff going on within the different communities. Um, so that's kind of my, my stance on it. Do you want to chime in on? Yeah, that's one one thing I wanted to mention that was probably a little different um, in the Buddhist aspect is it's not really considered a type of like fundraiser or gathering. It's almost communal. It's yeah. just done. Um, that's another little strange tidbit in there. Um, it's just a fact of what they do. It's not. Yeah. There's no organization groups or anything. It's just that's just what they do on a daily. Um, um, and you know, what I know a little bit about paganism and and whatnot that you know, it's it's not in the humanitarian point. Uh, I'm very much like you. I don't know much about it. Um, Mm-hmm. But I know that their their practice is, is daily and in, in given. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Um, like we give just, even even in the Christian, it's daily, but it's there's not so much group gatherings as I would say there is with the Christian church. Yeah, um, a lot of people you have you have a lot of self work. Yeah. Um, self prayer, self. Um, I know both both paganism and in Buddhism are that way. But even on a communal level, it's every day, every day. Um, there's, it's, it's. I don't want to say it's a true gathering, but there's, an every day people interact with within it. Right. Well, I think sometimes it would be <laughs> kind of a blessing for other people for us all to work on ourselves. I had talked about that a couple podcasts back, that if we get our energy right, however that looks, then we are able to be there for other people. Um, but I think when it comes to the formalities, the numbers, when it comes to pagan groups kind of joining in, uh, we're not really known for that. Uh, we're like Some pagans are known for... I'll do a spell or a prayer or a chant or I'll give you an energy boost. I'll give you a crystal. But that's usually on a very small person-to-person level. Um, I haven't heard anything major about larger outreach of let me help with the pagan community. So, um, Well, actually, here's something beautiful about that too, Kate, is, um, you know, that can all start with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, uh, if you see a need, fill it. Um, uh, here, here's, here's the, here, I, I think I know what everyone, no matter what you believe in, everyone needs to have a love and compassion for a fellow man, period. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? I agree. Right. Right. Period. So, um, no matter what way that shows, um, that's what we need to do as people. You mm-hmm. know, just as humans. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the differences, I believe, uh, uh, where Christianity uh, here. Because I, I heard both of you guys kind of say the same thing. It was, you know, like there's a lot of like self work. There's a lot of man, shoot. There's a lot of self work in every religion. Mm-hmm. Right. But Jesus, Jesus tells us to die to ourselves daily, right, and to allow His Spirit to come in and to. Uh, uh, everybody thinks all of a sudden you become a Christian, you believe in Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit, and all of a sudden you're a robot. And that's not the way that it works. You know, it's not like that. Um, uh, but um, uh, where where I feel like maybe you guys, and I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, tell me, right? But man, it just sounds like it's building yourself up where Christianity is like we're, we die to self daily. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, um, and, and in doing that, you know, like that—that that involves a lot of giving and a lot of praying and a lot of, you know. Um, and here, listen, check this out. The one thing that we can all do for each other, no matter where we're at or no matter how far away we are from each other, is pray for each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. right? Um, and that's that's a form of showing love and compassion for each other. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, I just happen to do it in the name of Jesus. Right. I mean, right. there's a lot of times that as that pagans group pagan groups will collectively um, do a ritual for a group or a person or whatever. And I just feel like sometimes that that's another perspective. I'm glad you brought that up. That sometimes the pray the the prayer, the giving of energy, the uh, meditating on things. I feel like that's not honored as much as the giving of items or money sometimes um and i feel like it should be i feel like it should be right up there in the same you know you're giving your own personal energy towards another group of people or a person so i feel like it's definitely just as important right so but it, it sometimes kind of gets overlooked. I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, pray for me. That's not really what I need. I really need 20 bucks. It's like, well, I'm doing <laughs> Accept this offering. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pray for $20 today. Shoot. Hey, let me tell you what, man. God tells you if you're going to go, go, go bold now, go bold. So I'm not just going to pray for 20 bucks. I'm going to ask him to bless my finances. Right. So, uh, I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's where all of them, you know, it's, it's a lot of, you know, the, the prayers aren't prayers aren't meant to be directly for something. You know, you, you, you're yeah. trying to pray and project the energy of goodwill, mm-hmm. you know, more so than just material things. Right. Uh, I so, think they're all alike and like that, you know. So here, actually, men, um, uh, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a Christian view of that exactly what you just said, right? 
Um, by the way, if you guys ever want to come in just for to just a view, I do. Uh, I run my own Bible study. It's on Facebook. It's called Bread and Cup. So if anybody listening or anybody wants to come in and come join, you're more than welcome. We've got I've got a whole bunch of different Bible studies on there. Whenever we talk about prayer, right? There's actually a prayer. Uh, there's a, thousands of prayers throughout the whole Bible, right? But there's actually one in the middle of this book that nobody reads. It's called Chronicles, and all it is, that's the one that everybody gets kind of confused on. It's like uh, Jehoshaphat begat Methuselah, and, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's got all these gigantic names. Um, that book has a reason, but um, uh, in the middle of that, there's this little prayer, and it's by this guy's name is Jabez, and Jabez actually means pain, right? So because he bore his mom so much pain whenever he was born. Um, and he cries out to God and he says, Oh Lord, that thou would bless me indeed. Right? So he's asking God, he says, Hey, listen, I don't want you to just bless me. He's like, I want you to bless me big. Right? Like, I want you to really bless me. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just to kind of make a little, you know, that whole scripture a little short, right? Like the very last line is, he says, and God granted that which he requested, right? So it's okay to pray for things for yourself. And matter of fact, it's okay to pray for very specific things, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, and, and then like a lot of times people will kind of get that twisted to where like, Oh, it's not right for me. I, I can't ever pray for myself. It's, you know, I always got to pray for somebody else. No. No. You really have free, like, the free reign to ask for what you need. Because um, I know that a lot of people were raised, myself included, was don't ask. <laughs> if, if you need something, then you can, you know, kind of make it known that you need something. But if it's not a need, don't ask. Um, so, you know, when it came to things that you want even or felt like you needed in the moment when it comes to person to person it's like you feel like you can't really ask other people for things but I feel like yeah like you said prayers the one time uh, in any religion worship is the one time that you like hey this is what I need or would like uh, to and project right right yeah yeah in, in Buddhism it's 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 a little I mean it's the same but it's it's different in that you <laughs> right you don't, you don't ask for the specific item or thing or whatever you ask for the path to get it right um that's it's it's one little slight difference um you know it's, you know you ask for the path the guidance to get there and and that that's pretty cool, uh, you know. Yeah, Trey, I have a real quick question for you, man. And I meant like I want to see because you know, here, listen, um, um, you and I studied Buddhism together for quite a yeah, while, yeah. right? So, um, here, do you feel like the is there an Americanized version of Buddhism that? Yeah, I think what the Americanized Buddhism and versus what you actually see, and it, it's you know it's different everywhere. Um, much like Christian church, um, what you see in Thailand is old school. I mean, it's it's back in the original 
the original Buddhism started in India, but this is still very close to the true roots of Buddhism. Uh, now you get out to the Chinese versions of Buddhism and it's been very much changed. It's very different. For example, the, the Buddhist symbol itself, and you know, in Thailand and in India, in those areas, Buddhist was thin. He's, he was almost emaciated then. Right. Because he went on a journey and was studying different, you know, religions himself. And one of them is that you starve yourself to, to reach that enlightenment state. Right. So, I mean, he literally was been on the cusp of starving himself to death. And he realized, this isn't it. I got to quit doing this. So, it wasn't shortly thereafter that he quote you know sat under the lotus tree and actually found his enlightenment after that but just in his symbolism you know he was very thin but yet the chinese show him as what everybody visualizes as the fat buddha and that that was chinese adapting the fat buddha because they associated you know fat people with wealth mm-hmm and so that's where the fat Buddha itself came from. So, you know, back to your question, you know, American Buddhism is drastically different than than what I see in, in Thailand. And on the same token, here in Korea, you know, what I see in the Christian religion, because it's very big here, one of the largest, you know, churches in the world is here in Korea. Mm. And um, they have, like, you know, like, two million congregation or something like that it's just crazy Um, but the christian you know church and faith here is very drastic from what i see in the u.s very drastically different um so it's you know it is very localized and what what the differences are Mm -hmm. it's even like that with paganism because over in europe you have a very um, like either you're Wiccan or you're Druid or somewhere in between but it's still kind of strict because it's very strong with the heritage of the area whereas in America kind of like a, it's the Build-A-Bear it's you know I want to do tarot readings and some astrology and boom you can call yourself a witch like you know <laughs> it's a little bit of everything yeah. mm. That's why it gets a little confusing when people are like, "Hey, I'm pagan," and then it's like, "Well, now that we've now that we've <laughs> established that, <laughs> right, right." Well, you know, like every religion has its own, you know, like, "Hey," and and hey, listen, um, you know, Christianity has, you know, there's a gazillion different sections of that, you know, Methodist, Presbyterian, right. Catholic, Baptist, you know, uh, Lutheran, all that stuff, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, however, though, the, you know, and, and you guys, I'll, I'll tell you this too, because obviously there's different sects of different, uh, uh, you know, of, of your, of your beliefs as well too. But, you know, the, the moral of the story is, is that nowhere in the Bible does it say that we need to be Baptist or we need to be Catholic. Like there's right. nothing like that. Right. Like, and if you're a true Jesus follower, if you're a true Christ follower, right. He tells you what to do. It doesn't make a difference what title it is. Yeah. Right. 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 So, 
Um, so I, I understand that too, Kate. I understand that too. Mm-hmm. That's why on my YouTube channel, I have dar- started doing a series where I'm trying to introduce like what we call the baby witches, the people that are just kind of coming into this. And I was like, look, all of that extracurricular stuff, like the tarot, the crystals, the astrology, that's got nothing to do with it. That is just hobbies that you can have alongside whatever you want to do. Um, doing the actual research on what you personally believe, who you want to follow, who you feel called to work with, that's that's what counts. Um so, yeah, a lot of the hobbies that people take in that, you know, I, I find, especially with the Christian religion, a lot of my friends that are not Christians have a really hard time with people that um, work in the church a lot, but then maybe don't practice. <laughs> they're, they're not uh, as nice to other people as they should be. Maybe they've got some kind of eh, not so nice beliefs themselves, but that's always I always bring that up it's not really kind of your hobbies it's what you apply daily and what you firmly believe in yourself that uh that's absolutely that's the core absolutely absolutely and hey listen there's um uh the true church is actually kind of getting away from that because it was so easy um listen whenever I was in prison right like okay out in out here, whenever we go to church, and this doesn't make a difference, it's, it's for you guys too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whenever we go to church here outside, I can go to church, put a smile on my face, sing a couple songs, and then I can go home and drink a beer and and uh, you know, beat the crap out of my old lady, right? Yeah, and nobody knows the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Well, trust me, whenever I tell you, you know, like there's Buddhist people that do that. There's pagan people that do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So, oh, yeah. um, but because of the fact that, um, and, 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 but at the same time, true Christian followers, right? Which I feel like there's definitely a difference between, and it's like there's different levels too. Like you have Christian, you have people that believe, but even in the Bible, it says, you know, that even the demons believe. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have these people that believe in, in who Jesus is, but then you have like the, the the true disciples, like the true Christ followers, the true Jesus followers that actually try to do what they say and listen sometimes. And as as Buddhists, right, like as Buddhists, like um, uh, kind of the same way, you know, we study the words of the Dalai Lama and we and know from from generation to generation. Uh, pagans, we do spells that have been passed on down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we have to all kind of keep in mind is the fact that we're all still human and we all have things that will, you know, not everybody's perfect, right? Even though we may strive to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? Like that's, but but not everybody is is the same, carries the same spirit of that. So. Uh, there's a verse that says, you know, we, our fight's not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and evil forces in the heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. Right. So we just have to be real careful about who we invite in and what we invite in. So but I, I, I completely understand that. I completely understand the uh, why people would think that, oh, he's a Christian, you know, like obviously like and then you have things like priest raping kids you know during their high school and just crazy stuff you know like uh it's not not christian at all yeah however though if you find that 
and just like you guys. However, though, if you find that true believer, if you try that, if you find that true, hey, hey, if you have somebody with love in their heart, I'm not gonna want to steal from you. I'm not gonna want to kill you. I'm not gonna want to take your stuff. I'm not gonna want to lust after your old lady. You know, you know what I'm saying. So uh, there's a lot of like, if you find those true believers, that's where those are the people that really get things done, right? And so, but it's with there's you've got your you're definitely your your stereotypes like with pagan people it's okay well who's gonna curse me are you gonna put a hex on me are you doing animal sacrifice are you doing human sacrifice <laughs> are you, like right. all the weird things that us pagans do they're like animal bones do you have <laughs> like how many skulls in your freezer you know so there's definitely like the stereotype. <laughs> um you know, I cannot tell you how many times people have seen my tattoos or asked me about my, you know, paganism and been like, oh, are you going to curse me? Oh, can you do a tarot reading? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, um, but it's, I think in every religion, it's about walking the walk. Um, right. Very much walking the walk. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're about coming to time. If there's anything else y'all wanted to dump in real quick. The only thing I want to say out there is, end of the day, you know, whatever spiritual alignment you have, you know, just got to focus on being a good person Mm -hmm. and and being good to other people. And part of that is being open to other people's religious beliefs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's something that everybody should practice, no matter what their religion or religious alignment is. And, you know, it's, you know, respecting of, of other people. Mm-hmm. you know that's what life is about even my satanic husband which is hilarious that satanic religion has nothing to do with satan ironically um well it does but it's not bad stuff so there's another stereotype in it but even in his religion which a lot of people deem as like the worst of the worst but a huge principle in his religion is to take care of other people and mostly mind your own business but <laughs> be nice to other people um there's no really no reason to be rude right Right. just be respectful yeah absolutely 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 my closing right like in my closing statement i'm just gonna tell y'all that i love you (laughs) right uh not like a little bit like a whole lot or if we're off here Yeah, we love you. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so that's that's uh, hey, that's where that's where all the lines get blurred. It's mm-hmm. whenever you like, uh, you know, whenever you could feel that, um, that's where everything gets blurred right there, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, uh, I invite you guys. Like, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself tonight. Getting a chance to kind of sit down and putting together a bunch of different perspectives. It's been awesome. Yeah, we have made it almost an entire hour, and this is just proof that you know people can come together and talk peacefully. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like you know, like Chris said, you know, I love I love you guys, and it's just great experience just to be able to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, not just the differences, but, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of similarities that people just don't realize it's mm-hmm. there, you know, um, no matter what your spiritual belief is, you know. Yeah. There's probably more similarities than there are differences, but everybody wants to focus on the differences. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I I agree. I think there's not there, to my knowledge, isn't really a religion out there that says, "Hey, let's just destroy everything and hate everyone." And I mean, there is. (laughs) There is. (laughs) As far as most common ones out there. There is. We don't even want to talk. We don't even want to talk about them people. I don't know them. We don't know. Us pagans don't claim them, that's for sure. All right. Good stuff. That's good stuff. All right. Well, it's been a wonderful evening talking to y'all. Thank y'all for uh, jumping in and doing this with me. Ah, No problem. It was good. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's good to hear your voice, too, Trey, man. I hope everything's going well over that way. And uh, thanks for having me, Kate, man. I super appreciate you. Awesome. Great. Of course. Anytime. Should do this again. Pick a different topic. (laughs) Tackle it from three different angles. Oh, Definitely. Don't we'll get... talk about anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of stories. <laughs> <laughs> we just do one where we put set a religion to the Be side. Be careful now. We got to make sure this is a uh, oh, hey, yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. rated hey, worthy. Hey. Right, 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 right. <laughs> this is a PG thing. That's right. <laughs> exactly. 13, I mean. <laughs> okay, okay. PG-13. PG-13. All right, cool. We have some great stories, though. We have a great experience. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, we will definitely do that. Doing funny stories. That's another thing I want to start doing on here. It's just just kind of just talking and hanging out. So, awesome. We definitely can do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, good night, you guys. I love you. Sleep well or or have a great day. Whatever. Yeah, it's a day for me. Good night for you guys. <laughs> I'm just getting going. Yeah. Well, have a good day. Right. Sleep well and y'all have a great rest of y'all's time. And thank y'all. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. God bless y'all. Take it easy now. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.